0: All right, guys, welcome back into another NFL DFS video. My name is Eric Paul Zin with 95 Sports. Going to be getting into the week 15 main slate core plays. I already came out with the Saturday slate core plays. Make sure to go out and watch that video as well. Kind of a big edge, I think, we could get on that slate as well as this slate. Uh, if you guys enjoy the coverage, make sure to give a like and subscribe. That helps me be able to put out more content for you guys. All right, let's get into it for the week 15 main slate. As always going to start out at the quarterback position. Now we only have two really solid quarterback plays and they're pretty obvious plays. We've got Jalen hurts going against the Chicago bears, a defense that just has not looked good uh, recently, really in the second half of the season since the trade deadline. And then we get Jalen hurts who has just been lighting it up the last three weeks firmly on pace to be the NFL MVP, especially given the fact that he has a great matchup against Chicago. Uh, we just saw Jalen Hurts go for 30-plus DK points in a difficult matchup against the New York Giants, and then in an easier matchup against the Tennessee Titans, went for 37 DK points. I do think we can expect him to really go out and have a great game in this one. The question is, do you have to pay out for him? Because we get Justin Herbert at $1,000 cheaper in a great matchup going against Tennessee Titans, a team that you know Jalen Hurts just went for 37 DK points against. Then we look at Justin Herbert, been extremely consistent over the last four weeks. Uh, scoring over 20 DK points in all four of those. And the thing that I really love about him is that the last three weeks, over 47 passing attempts in all three of those games, 51, 47, and 47. Obviously that's highly appealing. And then tack on the fact that all of his passing weapons are finally healthy and active. That is huge. You got Eckler, Everett, Allen, Palmer, and Mike Williams all ready to go. The fact that he's been able to put up 20 plus DK points the last two weeks with only throwing one touchdown is appealing to me as well. This is a game in which he should be able to throw for 300 passing yards and also have multiple TDs. It wouldn't be shocking to see him get 30 DK points in this one. So for me, it's like Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert. Now getting into the running back position with the news that R'Andre Stevenson got injured and is most likely going to sit that does make the running back position much more difficult. Okay, if you guys watched the first look build, you knew I was going to be on Stevenson and also Connor. It was going to be as simple as that because they're just going be playing in 90% of the snaps, have a nice, safe, high floor. And we would love that. So if Stevenson is healthy and active, sure, we can go ahead and play him still. I think that'd be great. If Stevenson sits, however, that does make the slate a little bit more difficult. Like Damien Harris, I would fully imagine that he would be the running back that they turn to, and he could get used in the passing game a little bit as well. Like if he can play in 80% of the snaps going against the Las Vegas Raiders at 5.8, that'd be highly appealing to me. That'd be a player that I would want to go out of my way to play. But if he sits, then we're looking at A big question mark. Is it going to be Perry Strong, who obviously looked really good last week? It certainly could be. And like he'd be someone that I. think we'd want to play, especially at that minimum price point. Obviously, DraftKings couldn't price adjust to that because the salaries already come out. Like he would be someone I think we're going out of our way to play. But also Kevin Harris, you know, more of a bruiser. He looked good as well. I think it would be strong that we prioritize. But that is just a situation that we have to wait for the injury news on. So let's talk about James Conner. Played in 90% of the snaps. You know, he was easy play on that slate against New England, even in that difficult matchup. OK, just because it was, it was simple, like playing in over 90% of the snaps, going to get some targets, going to get over 20 opportunities you just can't pass up on players like that and i can't pass up on, on this week especially on the slate where there's a lack of quality of great plays at the running back position james Conner at 6.9 is just kind of an obvious play thought that would happen you know with the first build video if you watch that it did happen gonna be a great play someone i'm playing then from there like derrick henry going against the chargers you know obviously this is a great matchup one of the best matchups on the slate we can get a stud running back that's gonna be playing 20 20- are going to be getting 20 plus opportunities. That's going to be highly appealing to me at AK. That's not priced up like too high to the point where you have to worry about it. And also like, can the Titans keep it close against the chargers? I think so. Like the defense is not that good. Tennessee should be able to go out and score. The game should stay close enough to the point where Derrick Henry doesn't get, you know, game scripted out of it. I want this game to be high scoring. So I, you know, I do think Derrick Henry at the running back position at AK is going to be the route to go from there getting into the receiver position. Now, the receivers are loaded. It's a loaded position this week. You know, the running backs not so loaded. Well, the receivers are definitely making up for that this week, starting with Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, over his last four games, three of them have been over 30 DK points. And sure, the matchup with the Bucks isn't the best, but tack on the fact that T. Higgins could be out with a hamstring injury, that should just mean that Jamar Chase's targets are going to be solidified, and he is going to be someone that I think we're going to need to be going out of our way to play. Uh, the thing is, We have other great receiver plays, and that's going to be the most difficult part, I think, about this slate, is that we have so many great receiver plays, it's tough to really dial in on which ones we should be, like, really going out of our way to play, except for two of them. One of those is going to be Keenan Allen. Okay, Keenan Allen, it's just kind of a simple play. My process the last two years playing DMF has been simple. Is Keenan Allen on the slate? Yes. All right, he's in my bill. It's pretty much as simple as that. Uh, We've seen the last two weeks where he's been able to play a full allotment of snaps, got 14 targets in both of those games, scored over 20 DK points in both of those games. Obviously, if we like Justin Herbert, we love Keenan Allen, especially at this cheap price point. That's the thing with Keenan. He is never like priced properly it seems like it always seems like they take too long to price them properly so let's take advantage of that cheap price point going to be on the field a lot, going to get a lot of targets. And then Garrett Wilson as well. Garrett Wilson at 6K is highly appealing to me as well. He played in over 90% of the snaps last week. And the thing that impressed me is that he was able to go out and score 13.8 DK points and 17.9 DK points against the Buffalo Bills defense, which has been pretty solid. And then we also have seen him really take advantage of those easier matchups against Minnesota and against Chicago. Now he gets an easy matchup against Detroit. I fully expect him to be able to hit two X at 6K. Okay, can he go for three X, four X? I think that's certainly within the realm of possibilities as well. Garrett Wilson is going to be a very strong price point play, but he's not the only Jets receiver. That's going to be a good price point play. Corey Davis most likely going to sit in this one. That would mean Elijah Moore going to play in about 80 to 90 percent of the snaps as well. We saw him have a good game last week. Ten targets, six receptions, 12 DK points. Okay, he's going to be a very interesting play. Maybe more of a value slash sleepers play video. Type of play and so is Denzel Mims like Denzel Mims probably gonna play in 70% of the snaps he got five targets scored 6.5 DK points last week like that's gonna be intriguing as well the Jets receivers and that game is gonna be a game in which we can stack pretty easily but I gotta say guys Nelson Aguilar <laughs> going to be tough to pass up on. Um, If you guys watch my other videos, you know, my recent videos, you know that, you know, Nelson Aguilar, just kind of an easy plug and play, um, especially on that showdown slate with Jacoby Myers out. And I do expect Jacoby Myers to sit. If Jacoby Myers plays, Jacoby Myers is going to be a strong play at his price point. But if he sits, Nelson Aguilar is firmly going to be the player that you want to be on. Played in over 90% of the snaps last week. Saw 10 targets at 8.2 DK points. When Jacoby Myers has been out, Nelson Aguilar has been the receiver number one. And especially given the fact that Re'Andre Stevenson could send this one, that means a lot of those short passing targets have to go somewhere else. And they're probably not going to go to Damian Harris if he's active. It's probably going to go to some of the receivers more. That would mean Nelson Aguilar just would increase his floor a little bit more. Jacoby Myers out. Nelson Aguilar playing 90% of the snaps, probably going to get seven plus targets would be very tough to pass up on him at that price point. At the same time, guys, we have a ton of great, great receiver value that I'll touch on in the value and sleeper play video that I put out after this one. Because there's so many, like you could definitely make a pivot to them. I already touched on a couple of the Jets receivers that are going to be great plays as well. Tight end wise, there's two that I really like. The first one's going to be Dalton Schultz and probably going to be the one player that I want to go out of my way to play the most. It's uh, just going to be on the field. a on 95% of the snaps. And what I like to do at tight end is I want to be chasing the tight ends. That's going to be on the field a lot. That's not too high priced. That's going to give me at least five DK points. That is certainly Dalton Schultz here. Okay. He has the upside to go for 20 DK points as well. This matchup with the Jacksonville Jaguars is one of the better tight end matchups on the slate as well. 4.4 uh, cheap price point for a guy that's playing 90% of the snaps and also with Dak Prescott back. You know, I feel like that does both increase his floor and his ceiling. Dak Prescott likes throwing Dalton Schultz the ball. And so at this price point, he's firmly going to be someone I'm trying to play. Now there is Greg Dolcich, who's still going to be a strong price point play in the best tight end matchup on the slate. We just saw Hunter Henry go for 10 plus DK points against Arizona Cardinals while playing 75% of the snaps. Well, that's what Greg Dulcich got last week as well. You know, he did what we wanted him to do last week scored 7.2 dk points at his price point you know we would take that he's probably going to be a little bit lower on this week because people might have wanted more out of him and also kid the fact that we got chig here who at 3.1 i think people are going to be going out of their way to play because well he has looked good six targets last week 18.5 dk points 10.8 DK points the week before that. Like he's going to be a good play as well, but I am prioritizing Dalton Schultz over them. And then looking at defense, guys, uh, just simply put, I think you're either playing the Falcons defense if you have a little bit of salary left over, or you're going to be playing the Tennessee Titans or the, the Houston Texans. Sorry, not the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Texans haven't went negative thus far this season. And even if they go like minus one, minus two, that's not going to hurt you too much. The strategy is simple at defense. Just Play the lowest price defense that's not going to go negative and just don't put too much thought into it. Honestly, they should just be eliminated. I know, was it the Dallas Cowboys were chalky, I think, last week? One of the defenses was chalky last week and they were priced up. And that was just that helped me be able to have a good week because people overspent that defense for I don't know. I like it's week 14, now week 15. Like people should know what to do with that by now. It was just, it was just strange, you know. Don't make that mistake. Then we have 5.3 left over. Well, I'm just going to put, I'm going to put the Falcons in there. Okay. For now, don't ask the Saints not to worry about that. So 4.8 left over. That does make me want to bring up two plays that we got to wait for news on, but I'm going to be talking about Dari Gumawale and Rex Burkhead. Now, I do expect Rex Burkhead to be the RB1 in this offense, but at the same time, we just need to get news to see which one it's going to be, because they are both pretty much the same running back, and they're both running backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's going to be highly appealing. If we can get one of these two playing 50% of the snaps in this matchup against KC, which should be a pass-heavy you know, matchup, they should be able to like nickel and dime their way to a significant value, like 10, 12 DK points on the Houston RB one. No, we could easily see that happen. Now I will say Jeff Driscoll is named the starting quarterback. Once again, like if he plays a significant amount of snaps, then they're less appealing because obviously there's going to be more design runs, less quick dump offs, check downs to the running backs, but that's all stuff. we got to wait on injury news for, for now I'm going to put Rex Burkett in there. Uh, knowing that it could change. Heck, we could go to one of the New England running backs if we need to. But that's all I have for you guys for this core plays video. Just a reminder, you know, the Saturday core plays video is out there for you guys. Make sure to check that out. We'll be coming out with all the content for you guys as well this week. The values and sleeper plays video will be out this Wednesday afternoon. And then I'll be touching on the Thursday night showdown slate this evening as well. Uh, Be on the lookout for all that content. All right. Thanks for watching guys. And as always, let's keep cashing.